Hello, it's Lady G, and I'm here to talk to you about New Year's to-do list. Yes, I am giving you a to-do list for New Year's, honey. Or maybe we should call it a not to-do list. Because <laughs> these things that I am giving you on your list are based on Southern superstitions surrounding New Year's Day. So I thought I should give you a heads up and let you get your stuff in order so you do not end up running afoul of my mama's list of things you should and should not do on New Year's. Are you ready? <laughs> Let's go. So what not to do on New Year's? Don't wash your hair. If you wash your hair, you are washing someone out of the family. Washing clothes. Just to be safe, we don't wash clothes on New Year's Day because we are, again, washing somebody out of the family. In fact, my mama extended that to drying clothes. I don't give a damn. If you wash the clothes on New Year's Eve and at 12 midnight, baby, you better not put them things in the dryer. <laughs> because to her, drying is part of washing. So no can do. No washing or drying clothes or hair on New Year's Day. If you have a Christmas tree, and any associated decorations, those things have to be down before the new year comes in. Now, I know a lot of people follow more of a sort of Catholic tradition where maybe you don't take it down until Epiphany, which is in January. But honey, that tree and any other hint of Christmas decoration had to be down before the new year comes in. Now, I will tell you, my Christmas tree has already been taken down and put away. Because <laughs> look, my mama is dead and gone to glory and she's been gone for over 10 years now. But trust, I still ain't trying to run afoul of mama. Now, another one, and this is just as sexist as it want to be, but a woman cannot be the first person to enter your house after midnight. No, sir. If a woman came to that door and she was the first thing in the house on New Year's Day, uh, no, ma'am, turn around. We'll see you next time. Now, if there's a man with her, he will have to walk into the house first. <laughs> oh, my God, where do these things come from? <laughs> now, a lot of these, I do realize if you follow the source of them, probably go back to our African ancestry. Um, but also to our um, Scott-Irish ancestry, because here in the South, a lot of Black people have all sorts of mixtures in them, genetically, but also traditionally. And then that said, in the South as a whole, we have a lot of um, traditions that have kind of melded in together from um, Western Africa, from Ireland, from Scotland, from England. So a lot of these things may have sort of um, British or UK type origins, or they may originate in West Africa. Now, here are some things you should do. Oh, another thing. If you get a calendar for next year and we are still in 2023, don't write nothing in that calendar until 2024. <laughs> Now, I shudder to think what that could result in, but I think it's sort of this idea of um, you are not promised anything, so don't go ahead in time. 
So again, if someone gave you a calendar, if someone gave you a journal and it is about 2024, um, you wait till 2024 to start writing shit down. Now, I have a way around that. You can get a piece of paper and write out the things you want to do in 2024 right now, but you need to transfer them jokers in 2024 onto your calendar or your journal. So it's bad luck to go ahead in the calendar. Back to what you want to do. Honey, I'm sitting here on my bed and I'm like, let me tell these people what they need to do and what not to do for New Year's. <laughs> you must prepare, procure, and consume green leafy vegetables like collard greens, turnips, mustard. If you like kale, you can get kale. Now, I don't like kale. I cannot like kale. I don't care what you do to kale. You can you can take it and massage it like they say to do. You can cook it down. You can cut it up. You can do whatever. I have not been able to like kale. But I do like collards and I do like turnips and mustards. Of course, I'm sure cabbage probably would work, um, bok choy, any sort of green leafy vegetable. You need to get that. And you want to cook it and eat it because what it does, according to mama, is it attracts foldable money for the new year. Foldable money. So your the leaves on the greens represent your green dollar bills. Now, I do realize I have listeners in other countries and they don't use green colored money. But um, just think of it as your green dollars in the United States that's going to be converted into your money, <laughs> wherever you are. Okay, black eyed peas. Now, some people call these cow peas, but we call them black eyed peas for obvious reasons because they're the little peas that um, they're kind of beige looking as far as like the pea goes, but there's like within the curve because they have an odd shape, kind of like a kidney, but a small one. Within that little curve of the kidney shape is a dark circle. So we call them black eyed peas, but again, some people call them cow peas. But anyway, you eat those, cook those and eat them to represent your coins, your coins, your coins, honey. Whether they silver, gold, whatsoever, your black eyed peas, okay? <laughs> Also, you should have some money, not a debit card, not a credit card. These will not suffice in your pockets when the new year arrives. This ensures that you will not spend the rest of the year broke. Okay, <laughs> so get you some money. As I said, debit cards, credit cards, those do not apply. A debit card is not going to work. I don't care if you got a nine gazillion dollar credit line. Credit cards are not going to work. You need foldable money in your pocket. So find some money, honey. Find some money and put it in your pocket. I'd be interested, my loves, to know what you guys are going to be doing for the new year. I'm really interested to know. We don't really have huge traditions for New Year's in my family. Um, my brother 
happens to have been born during the New Year time. So we don't get to see him. He will have already been here during the Christmas holidays. So I will say to my brother, happy birthday, my dear brother, Capricorn. Yes. On New Year's Eve recently, we have been getting Chinese food. Funny story. A lot of you already know that I teach English to international students or to professionals who are seeking to upgrade their ability to have, you know, conversations in English, you know, in a professional way or even in a personal way. One of my students is from Beijing, China. He now lives in the United States. Please, honey, do not ask him about the Chinese food in the United States. It is hilarious. He will tell you that, you know, when um, people who are from China cook on their own and they cook the food that they eat um, that's closest to home for them as far as uh, Chinese traditions. And that food is a lot different than the food that we get at Chinese restaurants. <laughs> So that's just a quick aside. Um, but we do get the traditional types of um, fare that you would find in a Chinese restaurant. Now, one of my favorites is I like to get the shrimp chow mein. Um, we also like mugu pan. Um, what else do we get? Egg foo young. We like that, especially the shrimp egg foo young. My daughter loves lo mein or... Um, any type of noodles, she absolutely loves those. Maybe even sweet and sour shrimp. Um, definitely fried rice. Definitely, definitely egg rolls. Child, I'm getting hungry thinking about it. But anyway, we do Chinese food on New Year's Eve. And what did I tell y'all about New Year's Day? <laughs> oh, we gonna have us uh, some greens for our foldable money. And we are going to have some black eyed peas for our coin, for our coin. <laughs> also, I have to bring up something that came up while I was researching um, a different post that I did on my blog. And this blog was done with my cousin who unfortunately passed away back in November. And a lot of you guys already know that. If you don't and you want to know more about, you know, how I was feeling about that, then check out um, an episode that I did called I Saw the Signs or something about the signs. <laughs> I be forgetting the name of these episodes, honey. But I'll try to link it for you guys to listen to if you're interested in that. But anyway, we were very much creative partners when it came to blogging. And also we were doing a... Um, a personal family podcast that was hosted on my blog. And we got real deep into New Year's and New Year's traditions. And um, he had researched this idea of the first footer, which probably is the pre, how can I say, not precursor, but the predecessor, I should say, of that whole concept of not letting a woman be the first person in your house. So he really researched that pretty deep. And I do think it is a Scottish tradition. Also, I came across this article. And if I find it, I, I think I know where I can put my fingers on it. 
But anyway, this article for for those of us who have African American ancestry, black folks, <laughs> um, New Year's was not a happy time of year. Um, and I'm not going to really go too much into it because I think it would be better for you to read the article. And I and I definitely will link that article to this episode. But anyway, the gist of it is that when the new year would come in, that would be like the prime time when the um, enslaved ancestors would be sold off to other properties, a lot of times split up from the family. Um there were also cases where maybe they were sent out on loan. Child, words like purchased and loaned is just, ugh, it give me the ick to think about. But anyway, during the holiday season, a lot of time they were given some little tiny leeway to have like a little celebration for Christmas. But it was always this foreboding about it because they knew that at the top of the year that this was going to be time for, um, you know, for family members to be separated and, and sold off and maybe even, as I said, put on loan. And, and think about it, you know, if you're at one place and you got, you know, one particular, oh God, master and you kind of know how that master is and, and what he likes and what he doesn't like and what you can do or not do to run afoul of him. And then here you are now having to go figure out another one. All of this was just depressing and it was um, probably the reason for a lot of foreboding that came up among enslaved people during that time. And honestly, if you are African-American, you probably may have wondered why you feel a bit of foreboding, because I do believe that things can be passed down generationally in more than just, um, I, I guess I would say these things are passed on through memory, you know, and maybe even on a spiritual level, on a, on a, on a etheric level of memory. So, Yes, there is a reason why some of us have this feeling of foreboding when the new year comes in. It kind of explains why we had all these different superstitions, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that, in order to try to ward off the bad luck of what could be your fate come the new year. And some of that might explain the tradition of having the watch night ceremonies um, at churches where you will find a lot of African-Americans who are in church and not just African-Americans. I don't need to generalize like this, but there are a lot of congregations that do have these watch night services on New Year's Eve. And it's um, it's a way, I guess, to start the year off in a spiritual um, state of mind and the way of connecting with the divine so that you can ensure a blessed new year. So it really all makes sense. 
of course, anybody, no matter what your heritage is, everybody has a fear of the unknown. I mean, some of us wake up with a bit of foreboding just in a new day. You know, every time we actually cross into a new year, a lot of people think about all of the things that happened in the year that um, they are leaving. And then they wonder, oh my God, if this and that and that happen, what in the world is going to happen next year? But <laughs> I'm not going to entertain that too much other than to say, you know, when you do feel yourself feeling like that, then that's probably the prime time to sit down and kind of map out the things you would like to see in this new year. What is it that you would like to see? What are your goals? Just don't put them damn things in the journal or the calendar before the new year comes in. <laughs> All right. I have spent enough time on here just fooling around talking about New Year's. But if you are not sure about the rules, I will give you a link to an article that I wrote uh, many years ago. <laughs> I think it was in 2016 that details everything that I just told you in the podcast today. So this will definitely be the last episode for this year. And this was my first year. I started in April. So I have been at this for, what is it? Nine months, almost eight, nine months. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. So thank you to all of you. I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who do take the time to listen to these episodes I do try to put a bit of thought into them, um, and I just appreciate those of you who have subscribed to the podcast, to those of you who have shared it, to those of you who have taken the time to sit down and listen to it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, what else do I want to say? And I've got a lot of new things planned for next year. I plan to have guests on. Of course, my first guest was my brother for the Christmas episode. He probably will be on with me um, sometime in the future. He does not know that, but <laughs> I see you, Tech. I'm looking right at you, buddy. <laughs> so yes, I do expect to have him on, but I have a whole list of other people who I think will bring some really interesting um, takes on some of the topics that I have covered. So if you have been enjoying what I'm doing, either in this episode or in any episode, um, do try to leave a nice rating, a high rating. It kind of makes the podcast more visible to other people who are interested in the things that I talk about here. Um, also, if you want to leave a comment, the best way to leave a comment so that you'll be sure that I see it is to leave it on my Instagram page, which is <laughs> at the underscore Southern underscore witching underscore hour and leave your comment and do let me know that you heard me on the podcast and that brought you over to Instagram follow me and I will definitely follow you back 
For those of you who are interested in supporting the podcast financially, and um, honestly, this is for people who have the means to do that and would like to, you can donate to me via PayPal at my email address, J-A-Z-M-I-L-A-N at AOL.com. And I will put that in the show notes or my cash app, which is dollar sign Lady G Flow. I think it may be one, but it could just be dollar sign Lady G Flow. Honey, whatever it is, I will link it in the show notes. <laughs> this has really been fun. This this little project of this podcast has been a lot of fun. And I really look forward to building and expanding out into who knows where, wherever this will take me. So anyway, I want you guys to come along with me for it. And I love you. Remember, Lady G loves you. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. 